Hi, and welcome to Leading with Style, a podcast about how fashion can unlock your style, ignite your confidence, and bring you more success in your fabulous life. My name is Libby Alloway, and for over three decades, I've loved working in the worlds of fashion and business. I'm a personal stylist, business mentor, public speaker, TV presenter, author, and most particularly, I'm on a mission to bring increased confidence to women through the transformative power of fashion and reconnecting you with the most important person in the room, you. You'll hear my personal style advice and hear from incredible women in leadership about how they rose to the top, stood out from the rest, and created success through leading with style. I'm so glad you've joined me. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and we are welcoming today the fabulous, the extraordinary, and I wish you could see her in her beautiful red fluffy jacket, Tori Archbold. So, Tori, thank you for joining us so much. Tori, you don't need much of an introduction these days because the whole world seems to know who you are now. But from your perspective, I would love you to tell our audience who you are and what you do. Oh, Liv, I love this. I just have to say, because you've now switched your business into styling women in leadership, I was like, I am showing up (laughs) in my favorite jacket because I believe that women deserve to shine. So who am I? I? Look, my name is Tori Archbot. I started my first business when I was 24 and I had a very successful career in PR, communications and marketing, working for the world's top performing brands, celebrities and influencers. And like many women, I entered my 40s and it was time for change. Change in the sense that I'd lost my passion and purpose for what I was doing and I decided to make a bit of a brave move and at 44 years of age, after launching Drew Barrymore's Flower Beauty into Australia, I just said to myself, it's time for new beginnings. And I think as women, we all get that little nudge or, you know, butterflies in our stomach, which is telling us, you know what, this journey's coming to an end. What is it that you want to step into? Similar to what you've da- done now with the switch from Let's Connect Women into Styling with Libby. And so I decided to use the framework of what I had created and built in those 20 years with Torstein, transform it into a platform for women in leadership. And because I'd had those same experiences and those same struggles that so many of us have, Mm -hmm. you know, I started it with empathy um, and compassion, but most importantly, I think integrity. Because when you build a business or you switch careers, you want to step into something that you know is true to your values, your intent and your purpose. So I started Powerful Steps and I have to say that the second part of the journey and the fact that I backed myself yet again with the power of self-belief is possibly the best one I've ever been on. Oh, absolutely. And do you know, Tori, I was just thinking, I remember sitting down with you in an office. We went to a networking breakfast. This is Wow, must have been 2019, actually. And, um, you know, that's, well, just before the world went crazy, but 2019, and you were telling me that story and saying, I'm not sure where I'm going to go, where this is going to lead, but I know this is what I have to do in my heart. And I'm just thinking, I've just calculated that. That was three years ago, and you have had the most meteoric rise in three years, and it's like, well, you've written your book, you've got a masterclass, self-belief is your superpower is your book. You've just had your first launch, which is fantastic. You do amazing events, you do mentoring, you do photographic sessions. I mean, seriously, what you have done in the last three years is meteoric, meteoric. But 
I guess it all comes with passion and self-belief and you had a vision, you knew what you wanted to do, but probably not at the beginning how you were going to do it. And look at you now, three years later, it is on fire, global and on fire. Oh my God. You know, I think as women, like you got to tap into the skill set that you know. And my skill set was creating and building brands for other people. And if I look back at those success stories in my career that people, you know, remember, I guess the most notable one was when we launched Zara into Australia and it goes down as the most successful in retail history. You know, there were thousands of people queuing up and we had 22,000 people walk through the doors on the day of launch, a million dollars in sales. And I look back at that and it's because of those brands and the power of what they taught me as a woman, as a leader, you know, as a a friend and as a teammate to many people that you then say, well, I could do that for myself. I'm just going to use the same framework. I'm going to be agile. I'm going to be creative. I'm going to build a really strong foundation, but I'm also going to trust the process because as we all know, Rome was never built in one day. And neither is a business and you are allowed to switch paths if it doesn't no longer suit where you want to go. Exactly. And I just love that you just had the courage. I mean, of all things, you know, self-belief you talk about all the time, but the courage that you had just to believe in yourself and you manifested this whole amazing global business that is here to support women, which of course you and I love doing that. So you are the queen of PR for sure. So how are you now sharing your expertise to help other women step into their light? I think it's really interesting when you start a business, Libby, and you say, how do you, you know, show women how to step into their light? You can't show people unless you've gone through that journey yourself. And it's a really, really powerful tool because along the way, you're going to make mistakes. In fact, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. And <laughs> yeah. then what's going to happen is you're going to go, oh, this works, you know. So I had to step out of being the person that pulled the levers for everyone else. And I had to start pulling them for myself. Now, that was a major, you know, switch of mindset, but also it was coming forward and getting rid of those, you know, 60 little black dresses that I'd relied on to basically hide and blend in to being who I am today. So the first thing I had to do was really fall in love with myself. And, you know, a lot of people go, what do you mean you're in love with yourself? I mean, as a woman, you need to love yourself from the inside out because yeah, of course, you know, people can call me a PR powerhouse, a PR queen, whatever it is you know, that's great. That's just a mouthpiece to create and build other people's brands. But to create and build your own personal brand, you need to be able to walk into a meeting, you know, place a phone call, turn up on social media nowadays, and you need to magnetize who you are, what you stand for, what you stand against, and really understand the power of your story and how it adds value to the lives of others. And so for me, that really started with a lot of groundwork and really just stepping in and owning the power of my story, which was the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? We all have success, but we also have a survival part. And you know that as well from your journey. It's, you know, we all have health scares or we have some trauma that comes from the experiences that were being gifted from up above. And the more I started sharing what my journey was, the more people that would reach out to me and say, oh, that happened to me. Thank you for being so brave or thank you for being so fearless and stepping forward. And it gave me the confidence to share more. And the more I shared, the more confident I became, the more powerful I felt from the inside out to go, you know what? 
I'm on the right path. Now, if I'm on the right path, imagine if I create a framework for other women in leadership, you know, the women that want those six-figure pay rises or they want that board role or they're coming out of corporate, they've been retrenched or something's happened and they want to start their own business. What if I show them what it's like to transform in your 40s? And what if I show them how they can do it too? And that's how the Business Attraction Program was born that's how we do our media masterclasses. That's why we do the photo shoots. It's why we do the wellness retreats. It's why I wrote the book. It was to show people that if I can do it, so can you. There's nothing holding any of us back. You've just got to take that one step forward, which shifts your energy forward, which helps magnetize what you're meant to attract in this lifetime. Totally. And you said, you know, there's nothing holding us back, but the end of that sentence is accept ourselves. And that's the whole thing. And we know this, and it's such a simple concept, but such a massive undertaking to be able to say out loud, I love myself and I love what I do and I'm here to create impact. And I think that's what I love most about what you do, that you give women permission to show up. Unfortunately, for some reason, we need permission to show up, but you have enabled that with so many women. And in fact, I was looking at your recent event, I think that you did at the Grace Hotel. Was Is it the Grace Hotel? Oh, the Kimpton Hotel. The Kimpton, women, sorry. 50 Women in Leadership. Yeah, I beg your pardon. So Kimpton Hotel. And what I loved about that was I was looking at every single one of those women and they all dressed right up. They looked yeah. fantastic. No one turned up just like, well, this is how we're going to turn up. They always look absolutely fantastic. And I think that you have given women, like, I mean, we're on a podcast so no one can see you but in your beautiful, hot, magenta, furry coat, feathered coat. You give women permission to turn up, to believe in themselves and to dress up and be say, it's okay if I stand here and I can support you. And so my question around that is, do you feel there is a level of um, a correlation between the level of confidence that we have and what we wear? Absolutely. But I also think that you need to, again, be given the framework and, you know, to show people, which is why I love what you're doing now with this podcast and how you've gone from connection into styling because it's actually interrelated. So when we host an event, I actually steer the women in the right direction. This is where you should do your hair and makeup. <laughs> this is my beauty routine to prep for an event, right? Or, <laughs> you know, are you into sustainable fashion or do you want to go and get started at Parlor X? Or are you just into high street fashion? Really, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you feel good when you show up. And mm. I always know that, you know, when I had Torstar, you know, there were some of the most talked about events in the world. And I was lucky enough to work with the world's best designers, you know, on a global basis, but also locally as well. And I always wanted to take that board into powerful steps. So people know that when they come to one of our community events, you dress up, there's going to be social media. I'm going to put you on a platform. I'm going to talk about all the great things that the women in our community are doing because not only have they made the effort to show up and shine, but they've allowed me to tell the power of their story by just being themselves. And I think when I first started in business, there wasn't a platform for that in my 20s and 30s because everyone was in competition with each other. And I always used to get asked, Tori, who's your competition? I always used to say no one. And I feel so many people that, oh my gosh, she's so driven by ego. But that wasn't the reason why I said it. It was, I said it because there's room for everyone. 
And we all have a very different skill set. We just need to identify what that superpower is and stay in our lane because that lane is our destiny. That's what's going to propel us forward. And never be afraid of the gifts that you've been given because you've been given them to pay forward that knowledge and value to others. Oh, I absolutely love that. And I, you know, totally agree with you that when we shine our light for others, that is the purpose of life. And, but we need to understand what our light is before we can shine it for other people. So I get you were just mentioning leadership there. And obviously this podcast is about leading with style. So what does, like I look from the outside, I look at you, you are leading and leading the path for women to believe in themselves and step up and step into their power. What do you think leadership means to you? Being vulnerable. I feel that the best leaders nowadays are vulnerable, you know, and they're not afraid to share that side of what's going on because most leaders are exceptionally good at what they do, but they're on a treadmill. Most of them are burnt out. Most of them are struggling to survive and balance between their family, their friends who often they don't see and their business commitments. And I feel that the best leaders are the ones that put themselves first. Now, when I talk about putting themselves first, it means you got to put the oxygen tank on yourself first to be able to actually give oxygen to everyone else. And I got taught by a Buddhist monk many, many years ago. Um, he just said to me, Tori, a happy heart is a magnet for miracles. Now, if you discover what happiness is, which is that loving yourself from the inside out that we've spoken about earlier on this podcast, Lib, he said to me, you're just going to triple, you know, tenfold the opportunities that you can not only bring into yourself, but you're able to gift others. And so the best leaders I know are happy. It's pretty simple. They're happy. They've worked out the balance. I totally agree. Yeah, they've created boundaries where they say no to what doesn't light them up. And that means that they've created space for what does. And a lot of people in leadership say, well, how can I network with the right people? Well, the right people are the people that are attracted to your energy, your values, your intention, your purpose. When you reach out to someone for a coffee date or whatever, the first thing they're going to do is Google you, right? And this is a style and leadership podcast. How are you showing up online? What does Captain Google say about you? Is it actually aligned to who you are? Nine times out of 10, it isn't for women in leadership. Now, if you want to be an exceptional leader, make sure that the story of your life is the story that you want to share with others to become the greatest leader that's able to pay forward that knowledge and leave a really lasting impact and legacy. And don't you think as women, you know, we were again talking about this before the podcast, don't you think as women we owe it to each other and to ourselves to be that woman and to step up and step into our power because there's so much, women have so much to offer and they're just not, they're just taking a back seat sometimes. And I think it's um, an opportunity for so many women to do so many great things. And, you know, one of the things that you do, you talk a lot about personal brand. And of course, that's where I come, come in as well and dress women for their personal brand. But personal brand isn't just about how you dress. It's how you turn up. It's how you act. It's how you interact. Um, where would you suggest if someone doesn't know where to start? Maybe this is a question more for me than you, but you're, you're the queen. Um, what tips would you have for any woman who wants to update her personal brand, but has got no idea where to start? So say, for example, her LinkedIn page is not resonating with who she is today. 
hire a mentor, hire a coach, hire a stylist. Yay! <laughs> Is that you and I? And hire me. Yay! Just yeah. the four of us. Okay, it's, good. It's really important. Ask okay. for help. Like yeah. if you want to get to the next level of life, you're not going to put a photo up from 10 years ago. No, not a lot of people do. Yeah, but you've got to be like you've got to be in in control of who you are and you know what you want to portray out there in the world. So my advice would be before you even get a stylist in, own the power of your story. Mm-hmm. And I go through that in detail in the business attraction program and also in the book Self-Belief is your superpower, right? Because once you understand who you are. You're going to understand how you want it to be styled, how you want to step up. What does that look like for you? Because if you go to a stylist before you understand who you are from the inside out, it's not going to work. You're going to turn up on set and your energy is just going to be like low, low, low. Whereas we want like high vibe, magnetic energy. So the first step really would be to hire a mentor to discover who you are, hire a copywriter to then understand how to tell your story. Do some media training because right about now with a personal brand is we are the news feed, you know. We are the news feed and we look at LinkedIn, there's over a billion impressions per month. You know, we show up there every single day and the reason why we show up there is to pay it forward. But we also know building a personal brand is about algorithms. So if you want to really pay forward your energy and, you know, rank at the top of those algorithms, you've got to get involved in social media. Now that means opening a Twitter account, a YouTube, an Instagram, all of those things, but you need to align your brand with the same image the same style so that when people are Googling you, they're going to get a bit of a rinse and repeat effect. And I always say Russell Crowe probably is the smartest but most daggiest man alive when it comes to personal branding because if you look at all the photos that he took for the last decade, nine times out of ten he's in a rabbitose outfit. That's what we remember him for. He's at the movies. He's not a gladiator anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to gladiator? I don't know, but he's got it right because it's the same thing in PR. It's the same thing when you're a leader. Once you have the imagery taken or you've been styled by someone like Libby, um, you know, you're going to use those assets across your socials for podcasts, for TV appearances, for radio appearances, speaking on a panel, you know, for corporate, whatever it is, it needs to be a reflection of you, but it, it needs to tell the story of who you are. Yeah. And the consistency, of course, is so important too. And it's not just consistency about how you look. It's actually how you show up and how you treat people. And I think more and more, you know, particularly for women, we've got a lot of balls in the air and we've got to juggle that time is of the essence. So it's a question without notice. So for those women who say to you, Tori, I just don't have time. I don't have time to do this. What would you say? Make the time. Mm, I do too. And don't waste my time. By complaining that you can't do it. Exactly. You know? So you've got to value why you're calling someone, why you're connecting with someone. It means you're ready to take a step. You know, everyone has this hot, beautiful mess in their life that they find themselves in in some point. And that hot, beautiful mess can be like, oh my gosh, my personal brand, you know, my style, everything just needs an overhaul. Feel uncomfortable. And the more you feel uncomfortable, the more you're going to find out about yourself and you're going to be comfortable. And and then you can magnetize. But always respect the time of people that give it to you because life is a mutual exchange of energy. And when you ask for help, take on board the advice. I love that. That's fantastic. And with your beautiful hot pink book, which we love, um, 
Self-Belief is Your Superpower. What instigated you to write a book? Like, so, have you not got enough to do? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> seriously, when I started out at 24, I had to write a press release to launch Megan Gallas, A Face of David Jones. Do you think I'd ever written a press release? No, but I won the contract. And then it was like, oh, you've got to write a book. Have you got any writing experience? Uh, no, but I've got press release experience. <laughs> Why? So, exactly. So, look, I wrote the book, and I don't tell a lot of people this, but I go to Kamalaya once a year. It's a wellness retreat and um, Koh Samui in Thailand. And to be completely honest with you, being in nature, you just channel what you're meant to write. And so the whole book was just channeled through intuition and through really listening to that guidance um, that was around me. And it's not a book about me. It's a book about everyone. I and love it. I, it's yeah. the best. It's the best way to do it like because it's highlighted in my copy. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to do this and this. Yeah. And this. <laughs> but tapping into the power of other people's stories as well, because, you know, when you go through a transformation, the number one reason why people are listening to your podcast now is because they want to transform. They want to learn something new is I found through the power of stories, I was able to go, oh, maybe if I applied that, or maybe if I asked for help there, I could become a better person, or I could find what, you know, that next journey of my life is going to be. And so that's why I wrote it. It really was, I felt I'd been given a gift with all of the life lessons and, you know, all of the great success stories, but the trauma as well of what I've been through to shine a light for others. Yeah, and I guess also, you know, I mean, there's a common theme with this with this interview that it's about inspiring women to be the best that they can be. And the only way we can do that as leaders ourselves is to be vulnerable and share our stories and share our wisdom. And that's a great thing because as you, you know, you come back and there is that mutual exchange of energy and it gives permission for other women to do the same thing. So your business, Powerful Steps, what advice would you give to any woman who wants to take a powerful step, but she might not feel like she's ready or she might not be courageous enough just yet to step there? That's such a great question, Lib. I think listen to podcasts, read books, coffee date a lot with other people. So I've always, for the last two decades, actually over two decades now, I've had three coffee dates a week, one with someone I know, one with someone I want to partner with, and one with someone completely outside my comfort zone. When you're going through a transformation, it's important that you step out of your current circle of friends and work colleagues, because the more you shift your energy forward by listening into what other people say and saying, to them, well, how can I help you and vice versa, the more you're going to find the answers that you're seeking. and also just know this, you're not alone when you're looking and not touching because <laughs> it's interesting. I've had people follow my journey since 2019 and now they're just ready to sign up for the programs. It's like three years later. And yeah. I just say to them, that's okay yeah. because that timing feels right for you. You just got to trust when it feels right for you and then you can make that power move. But, you know, I go back to the same thing, like, call Libby for help, call me for help, call other people that you know that have the experience in what you want to step into. But also know this, that where you place your energy is where your life is going to go. So a lot of people go, well, where's powerful steps going to go? I have myself as one of five thought leaders and I have my picture next to those other four women and I go, that is a level that I'm going to be at. 
Yeah. And I'm going to attract women at this level. I'm going to take them to the next level, but that is where I'm going. So every day when I'm looking at that, I'm placing myself in that. And then I ask myself, well, how am I going to get there? It's a great question, right? I can't do it on my own. It's got to come from community. It's got to come from advocacy, but it's also got to go because you've shown people how and why. And you've done it from a place of heart by giving without, I guess, giving without asking for anything in return. Because I think a lot of women get it wrong in leadership. They think they've got to give and then all of a sudden they're entitled. And I write about this in the book. It's like entitlement versus privilege. Mm. When you're a leader, you are in the role of a conduit, which means that it's you're the magician, right? And you're only the magician for as long as people want you to be in that role. So know that it's always temporary. And know that when you have the opportunity to be the leader or the conjoint, you've got to put your best foot forward. And your best foot forward is with heart, it's with compassion, and it's really being guided by what other people need. I love that. And also what I just something just came in from my friends upstairs to say to me that, you know, it really is that's the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And your concept of coffee dates, and if people are listening to this and haven't heard from it, have been under a rock, haven't heard of it, they can go on go onto your website and download your coffee date challenge. I think still is that they still can. available? Yeah. yeah, which is the greatest thing because the more people you meet. Some will fall by the wayside and some will be the perfect advocates for you and you will be the perfect advocate for them. So we definitely are the sum of five people that we spend mm-hmm. the most time with. And that's why I think your coffee dates are so fantastic. So before we close up, just share with us, if you can, you've got a new program coming up, I believe. So we have the Business Attraction Program, which I host um, four times a year. The next one starts on the 6th of September. And the women through that program then go into an executive mastermind and what we call like a power zone community. Woo-hoo. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> love that. Yeah, we're like teaching them really because they want to stay connected and they want to get to the next level. And so, you know, it's really tapping into my expertise to create and build them into a powerful brand, whether they're a leader or an entrepreneur, which is fantastic. But we've also just launched our first wellness retreat. Um, we got media masterclasses. And look, I look back at that example that I gave you with Zara. Zara is not afraid to lead. They're not afraid to disrupt. They're not afraid to be agile, but it's a brand of the people. And when I created Powerful Steps, I really looked at the example that that brand had given me as to how to just sit back and listen to what people want and build a business brick by brick. And what you're going to be seeing is a lot of exciting online masterclasses that you can do at your own pace for women all around the world, because we're currently not serving women in the UK and Europe who want to tap into our programs because of the time zone. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's whatever feels right for you when you land on my website. You know, exactly. The magic got, it's going to come. <laughs> a lot of things to offer a lot of people. So I encourage you all to hop onto Tori's website. In fact, Tori, can you share with us where can people find you? Oh, thank you, Liv. It's powerful-steps.com. Our podcast is Powerful Stories and you must come on as a guest, Liv, as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely love that. And LinkedIn is the best way to find me. And anyone who's not on LinkedIn listening to this podcast, please get involved in LinkedIn. 70% of our business comes through that platform. 
And it's literally women advocating, referring and becoming involved in our community. And then Instagram is at Powerful Steps and the book you can get anywhere in the world. Um, and it's self-belief is your superpower. I love it. It's my favorite book this year. So thank you very much for writing it because it's hot pink. So I love it. <laughs> Tori, before we close off, any final bits of information or advice you want to share with the listeners today? I think if you can have a daily mantra, I have two. My first is I can and I will, meaning I believe that I can step into anything and I look at the possibilities in life, write it on the mirror and really step into it. And the second one that I'd really like to pass on to people because it was passed on to me from the surgeon who saved my life a decade ago is a happy heart is a magnet for miracles. If you focus on happiness, anything is possible, Lib. And honestly, that is the biggest gift you can give yourself. Yeah. Find those things that make you happy, that light you up. And the more you, more happiness you put into your body, the less time and energy you've got for negativity, for sure. A hundred percent. And that's why it's so beautiful to have you today, Miss Happy Queen, Positive Queen. (laughs) Happy Positive Advocate, (laughs) Everything Queen. Tori, thank you so much. And uh, we look forward to your next book and your online courses and uh, your business attraction program coming up on the 6th of September. So thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Liv. Thanks for listening to Leading with Style. I'm passionate about supporting women radiate confidence, presence and magnetism through the fabulousness of fashion. Jump on over to the website to see how we can work together through one-on-one styling sessions, virtual styling sessions and corporate style workshops. And while you're there, don't forget to download your free seasonal capsule wardrobe guide and discover how you can create over 30 looks with just 10 items.